place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics now Father, Father, I forgive up, This is my house, he made it personal It's always trouble when they go too far Nobody my family, yeah. Hello, comic book lovers and fans. Welcome to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue 197, where I'm going to be doing some recommending and some lightly, lovingly reviewing of the best of the new comic books that just came out, New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, February 20th. In this particular podcast, we'll kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. <laughs> I am your friendly neighborhood host, Chris Latore. Thank you so much for joining me here. I hope that you and the ones that are close to you are just happy and healthy. That's most important. Please do us a favor. Hit the subscribe button to the Sunspots Comics podcast. Then check out all of our past podcasts on our giant podcast feed. And please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, or YouTube. All in one easy to find place with one name, at Sunspots Comics. That's right. We're easy to find. And I always love to start the show with some humble thank yous. Most importantly, thank you to you, the listener. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I know, I've looked, there are 1.21 billion podcasts to choose from, so thank you for picking ours. Whether this is your first time just trying us out, or you're one of our Sunspots Comics loyalists, seriously, thank you for choosing the Sunspots Comics Podcast. And also thank you to my friend Nick Papa George for singing our fantastic Sunspots Comics theme song. You just heard it, and you'll hear it at the end. Please check out his solo singing stuff on Instagram at instagram.com slash nicholas.dell and his band Solution at instagram.com slash solution underscore band. If you love reggae or the band 311 or just rock and guitar and island-style music that makes you feel good, you're going to love the sounds of Nick Papa George and his band Solution. So check them out, and thank you, Nick. And also thank you to our sponsor, Pop-Up Tea. Check out their super giant selection of nerdy t-shirts at popuptea.com. They've got it all, and then some. Use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS, and you're going to get 25% off of any shirt order, even the clearance stuff. So thank you, and please go check out popuptea.com. So now, let's make a knee-crushing superhero landing right into the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 197. Man, I need a Band-Aid. Starting out with some stuff that's been floating around inside of my nerdy brain. The first nugget of nerd lodged ever so deeply in my nerdy frontal lobe is a quick congratulatory mention to two comic book movies that won the coveted Oscar at this weekend's 91st Academy Awards show. The big winner, of course, was the Marvel movie Black Panther. The film won three Oscars. You got Best Costume Design, you got Best product pr- uh, Production Design, and Best Original Score. Uh, very worthy of all winning all three of those categories. Personally, I think uh, they're worthy of a few more. Uh, and by the way, Black Panther is now tied for the most Oscars won by a comic book movie, tied with... 1990s Dick Tracy. They won three Oscars. They won Best Original Score, Best Makeup, and Best Art Direction. Uh, Beating out the prior comic book winner, which won two Oscars in 2008, The Dark Knight. It won Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role from Heath Ledger, and it won Best Achievement in Sound Editing. And the second film that won an Academy Award this weekend 
is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, it's all over the internet. Everybody's so happy and just so proud that Spider-Man won. It's a fantastic animated feature. It won an Oscar for Best Animated Feature, deservedly so. And by the way, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was the 2018 Sunspot Award winner for the Best Comic Book Animated Film. It's a rewatch. It's a buy. Get it. See it. Love it. That is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. But... I just think it's really fantastic, and I'm just very proud that comic book films are even considered with some of the best of the best, the creme de la creme of modern cinema today. So congratulations to Black Panther for your three Oscars and for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for your one Oscar. You guys are big winners for me. You'll always have my heart. They're fantastic films, and it's just like I said, I'm just proud that comic book movies are just, they're spoken about in the same light as all these fantastic movies that are out there. So it's just wonderful. Another thing just, just lodged up inside of my nerdy brain real good is a, a spoiler light, spoilerish review of Umbrella Academy on Netflix. So I'll warn you one more time, just spoiler light, honestly. Just talking about a few points and a few interests and what really kind of grabbed me about this uh, Umbrella Academy on Netflix. But just a spoilerish warning, just in case, before I begin. But first up, it is uh, Umbrella Academy. It's on Netflix. It's 10 episodes. They're all just under an hour each, except for episode 9 and 10. They're, they're just right around 45 minutes, which is odd. But my first recommendation is definitely watch Umbrella Academy on Netflix first. If you haven't read the comic book, uh, don't. Watch the show first, then read the comic book. If you go in kind of expecting the show to be a lot like the comic book, you're going to be disappointed. Maybe I was a smidge as well. Uh, the show does its own thing while capturing the basic essence of the comic book source material, but I but basic essence really. Uh, for example, the comic book is very just hyper stylized. It's created by writer Gerard Way and fantastic artist Gabriel Ba, and it's just like I said, it's just super duper hyper stylized. And the Netflix show is stylized. <laughs> there you go. Uh, within definite budget constraints it has to be because of the way umbrella academy the comic books look there's just no way they could fully capture that it would cost a gazillion dollars so they they kind of did the best that they could with uh not all the monies and uh, the, the way i can really tell if i just really enjoy and love a tv show is if i really have a true desire to just binge it like i can't wait i can't just say eh, well, i'll just watch one a week and space it out or i'll fill it in here and there no it's like i wanted to watch it and i wanted to finish it and i wanted to get to the very end uh quickly that, that, that desire was revved up in me so that says a lot about um, umbrella academy for netflix and i really seriously do not binge a lot of television these days or even go back and catch up on like some amazing show that i missed i mean who has the time to sit for like seven seasons of 23 episodes of, of just anything. So it really does say a lot that I felt the urge to just binge Umbrella Academy on Netflix Netflix and finish it, uh, which we did. The, the show stealer for me was Klaus, uh, or Seance in the Umbrella Academy comic book, uh, played by actor Robert Sheehan. He did just a fantastic, great job of playing this just manic, raging, alcoholic, drug addict that's just using all of those uh, things, putting all those nasty things into his body to just drown away his ability to see a lot of dead people. <laughs> Not just a dead person, but many. And he just has this playfulness to him. He has a heart, uh, even though he's a drug addict and cuckoo bird. And he has to just, he kind of expresses every emotion at like level 10, 
which I think is just seriously hard to do. And you can also kind of like lose or exhaust an audience with that because he's always ramped up to level 10, but you don't. You just want to see more of Klaus. You want to see more of Seance. You want him on the screen. You enjoy it. He uh, makes this crazy trip back to Vietnam. There's time travel involved. He's just a pleasure to watch. He stole the show for me. I just was kind of constantly longing for more of Klaus on the screen. So fantastic acting job from Robert Sheehan. He had to play a very difficult role. Uh, it's overall Umbrella, Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Its strongest suit was just all the unique characters and the layers of dysfunction that all just stemmed from this mega manipulative, extremely cold and controlling adopted father named Sir Professor Reginald Hargreaves. Man, he was a monster. And I also really enjoyed maybe another character that stole the show for me was the character Hazel, which was played by Cameron Britton. He just really played this this vulnerable hitman with a heart. He just played it so extremely well. It was just a lot of acting, honestly, for him without words. It was just very subtle expressions, and I really appreciated that. It's just this big bear of a fellow that you want to just kind of hug, but at the same time, he's a killer, wears a crazy mask. He's a hitman that kind of wants to get out of the biz and longs for just like a different kind of life. And he meets this wonderful woman that runs a donut shop. And just that whole thing kind of, I was constantly thinking about what's happening there. That I wanted more of that story thread of Hazel and the donut shop lady. But I, another show stealer for me. Hazel. Fantastic. The vulnerable hitman with a heart. And all of the CG budget, I think, went into the loyal talking chimp servant of secrets named Pogo. He absolutely looked and felt like this very Planet of the Apes level of CG. It was just amazing. So when he was on the screen, you didn't have to go, oh, wow, they they saved a few bucks and went with, uh, you know, CG for a, a chimpanzee that wasn't all that convincing. No, they spent all the monies. Like I said, Planet of the Apes level amazing CG for Pogo. So I respected that. And the music choices, they just paired so perfectly, like a fine wine, to this very kind of just fun, odd, weird superhero show. A little off the beaten path that we're all used to, and that's what's nice about this. It's odd and weird and fun. My favorite, maybe my favorite moment, there were a few, might be the when the entire team dances to this Tiffany song, I think we're alone now. <laughs> it just brought me all the way back to my high school days. Yes, I'm very old. Um, but they were all dancing uh, separately uh, to the song while it's being played in their separate rooms in Umbrella Manor. I don't know if it's called that. It just it should be Umbrella Manor. Uh, but it was just this simple, joy-filled moment of the team, like having this team family connection, which we, you will not really get in most of the hours of Umbrella Academy on Netflix. So it was just a joyful moment that I really, really enjoyed. So overall, I give uh, Netflix Umbrella Academy a 3.75, maybe 4 out of 5 sunspots. Uh, I, I don't think I'll be re-watching it. Uh, nobody buys Netflix stuff, so I won't be buying it. Um, maybe if they trimmed a little of the fat, tightened it up, maybe it didn't necessarily need to be 10 episodes. It could have been, you know, 8 with a little, maybe a little quicker pace, a little faster editing. And maybe if they just added in some more of the hyper-stylization that happens in the Umbrella Academy comic book, I would have scored this all way much higher. But uh, we'll see as time will tell if I lean towards 4 or 3.75. But it's right there. It's definitely binge-worthy, and I'd give it a look, absolutely. That's Umbrella Academy on uh, the Netflix. 
fantastic stuff. Go and after that, after you watch the show, go read the comic book by Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba. After you've watched the show, because then it'll just be like this, like insanely rich tapestry that's laid out in front of you of a comic book. You'll feel like you're reading a like a heavy duty director's cut of something uh, that is Umbrella Academy. But check it out. Go look at it on Netflix. Go look at the comic book after. That is my uh, review of Umbrella Academy on Netflix. And so, oh, speaking of reviews, by the way, I will be reviewing the first few episodes of Doom Patrol that's on the DCU on a very, very soon, very in a couple of future Sunspots Comics podcasts. Episode one and two of Doom Patrol are out right now uh, if you have a subscription to the DCU. And new, episode, new episodes of Doom Patrol are coming out every Friday, so it's not just uh, all 13 episodes there available to binge. They're, they're uh, just giving us an episode a week, which I'm totally fine with, with busy schedules and watching other content and comic books, etc. Sometimes it's nice to have just a show that only comes out one episode a week, and I don't have to sit for 13 hours. But 13 episodes is what you're going to get from Doom Patrol, so very soon I'll be reviewing that and talk to you about Doom Patrol on the DCU. And the last thing that's floating around inside of my nerd brain is I am making my very own comic book. It's called Zombie Destroyers. And I'm so very proud of it. I can't wait to show it to you and release it. I created Zombie Destroyers. I'm writing it and doing the lettering. Please follow the Zombie Destroyers team made up of artist Jordan Hudson at Skablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D, and colors by Caroline Nelasco at Carol N. Art. And to get a glimpse of what my comic book Zombie Destroyers looks like, just head over to sunspotscomics.com, click on Zombie Destroyers to see three glorious colored sample pages. It's right there. Go check it out. And now, quickly, a mention of my favorite segment on the podcast called Spotlighting. Spotlighting is the interview part of the Sunspots Comics podcast where I share with you some great conversations I had with comic book creators. Please check out the Spotlighting interview that's on the Sunspots Comics feed right now that I'm super proud of. It's a conversation with comic book writer and creator and artist, Daniel Warren Johnson. He created and wrote two of my favorite comic books. One is Extremity and the other one is Murder Falcon from Image Skybound Comics. They've both been top Sunspots Comics picks of the week, by the way, on numerous occasions, so check those out. But me and Daniel Warren Johnson, we talk about his process of making comics. We talk about how he got into the comic book business and just so much more, all kinds of things. I am a super fan of all of his work, and he's just a comic book creator that I highly respect. Plus, I even played two of Daniel Warren Johnson's metal-shredding guitar tracks on the intro and the outro of the Daniel Warren Johnson Spotlighting Podcast because he's just fantastic metal-shredding, face-melting guitarist. So anyway, please check out Daniel Warren Johnson on the Sunspots Comics feed. Also, on the Sunspots Comics feed, issue number 196, I have two short interviews from this year's Long Beach Comic Expo uh, with Marguerite Bennett, the writer of Animosity, and DJ Kirkbride, writer of Aaron Boys. You gotta listen to those. They are fantastic. They're two great comic book writers. That's on the feed right now, spotlighting, as I said. And also, a special spotlighting announcement right now. I will have the pleasure of speaking to comic book creator-writer David Pippose. We will be discussing his comic book that I adore. It's called Spencer and Locke. It's a what if Calvin and Hobbes grew up in Frank Miller's Sin City. Yeah, it's that messed up uh, and awesome. I'll be interviewing him very soon and I'll be sharing our talk very soon on a future Sunspots Comics podcast. So I just wanted to make that quick announcement. And by the way, if you work in comics or you're trying to break into the comic book biz like myself, let's have a fun chat about comic books right here. I will happily help you promote your comic book and get the word out there. Of course, the only qualifier is I have to generally enjoy your comic book work to promote it. 
But that said, just send me a message and a review copy of your comic book to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com, or message me at sunspotscomics, so we can set that interview up. So now, onto the heart and soul, the centerpiece, the main event, event, event of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is our comic book recommendations. I am about to share with you my favorite picks of the new comic books, the brand new stuff that just came out, new comic book day, Wednesday, February 20th. And just in case, here is your super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. But seriously, don't worry. I really just want to inspire you to go read these comic books, so I am not going to seriously spoil them. I never discuss the last few pages, I just leave those alone, and I only discuss just a few, just some, of the interesting points that makes up a comic book, because I just want you to go buy it. But just in case, you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. And before I get into the top comic books, let me announce this week's artist winner and cover artist winner of the week. Every week I pick what I believe to be the best comic book art of the week, so you gotta put your eyeballs on these now. You will be so happy that you did. This week's cover artist winner of the week is Ryan Kelly for Stronghold issue number one from Aftershock Comics. Follow him at Funrama. I love that. That's fantastic. Funrama is Mr. Ryan Kelly. I love this stunning cover. It's just amazing. <laughs> you gotta look at it. Uh, you get to see this dark, silhouetted, suited character with a briefcase walking on the bottom of the sea or bottom of a lake. He, he's just having a stroll underwater. <laughs> like, it's no big deal. But, man, I just love how Ryan Kelly captures this beautiful blue and shadowy scene that's under the sea here. This wonderful moment uh, that's also very horrifying because <laughs> it's actually filled with floating corpses. Uh, so, yeah, pretty scary. But I adore all of his attention to detail, as you can even see these wisps of underwater currents that are just white. And there's this wonderful fractured sun reflection on the seafloor. It's just wonderful. It's so much detail here. I need this as a poster to like hang on my wall in my nerd cave, like as soon as possible. I'm begging you, Ryan, Kelly, please, at Funrama, please send me one. But anyway, that is why Ryan Kelly is our cover artist winner of the week for Stronghold, issue number one from Aftershock Comics. You gotta look at it. It's just, I, I'm so, I always so gravitate to blue, and there's so much blue there. So now, on to the artist winner of the week. It also goes to Mr. Ryan Kelly, again, for Stronghold, issue number one from Aftershock Comics. Again, follow him at Funrama. Love it. Uh, just at Funrama. And what can I say about these wonderful interiors to, to, to Stronghold, issue number one? It's, uh, it just feels like like kind of a flashback to the 90s, maybe, like DC Comics, with just this wonderful new modern flair to it. And you are getting a ton of hyper-detailed panels here that are not crowded with a lot of heavy storytelling or narrative dialogue bubbles, and I really appreciate that. You can really see this story being told mostly visually and that's what comic books are all about plus you get some top-notch facial emotives uh if that's a word <laughs> especially in the action sequences which my favorite sequence may be the opening sequence where this man that looks a lot like barack obama as i'm looking at it <laughs> um, discovers his powers in kind of a slightly maybe suicidal way which i think is interesting but it's drawn perfectly underwater and that's very hard to do and to just make it have that that kind of foggy, floaty feel. It's very hard to capture, but Ryan Kelly captures that. He's a fantastic artist. 
And another f- favorite sequence that I have that just really hooked me is uh, this fight sequence between the uh, second main character, Claire, and her hold mother. That's what she's called in the book. But they have these wonderful water abilities to make weapons from water, and it just looks superb. It's it's all superb, and that is why, uh, Mr. Ryan Kelly, you are our cover artist winner and our artist winner of the week for Stronghold issue number one from Aftershock Comics. Go look at it, guys. It's beautiful. You'll love it. So many small, detailed panels with so much to chew on. Some glorious, glorious, fantastic art. And the breakdown... I read a pull list of 19 comic books this week. Yeah, kind of a big week, but great stuff this week. And only three of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list, as I like to call it. And it's just not easy to make it to the Sunspots Comics recommendation list. It's got to be great or I'm not telling you about it. So get ready. And uh, new number ones. I actually had five new number ones that I read and only one of them made it to the top pick list. That's right. It's got to be a stellar number one issue or it does not make the list and I don't tell you about it. But make sure that you get this new number one that I'm about to discuss so you can just be in on all the fun from the very beginning. That's important. So now, here is my top comic book recommendations. This is my list of what I consider to be the best of the new comic books that just came out. New Comic Book Day, February 20th. I strongly recommend you go and buy these comic books at your local comic book shop today. Please support your local comic book shop wherever it is by where you live. I want to give a shout out. I support Comic Madness in Ontario, California. Hello, Lee, and hello, Manager Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, by the way, is currently working on a variant cover to my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, to issue number one. He's working on it now, and I can't wait to see it all done. It's fantastic uh, from what I've seen so far. (laughs) But uh, Jeremy, uh, Manager of Comic Madness, I just want to give a shout out to his Instagram. It's at SkeletonKing82. And uh, check him out. Great artist, uh, Jeremy. And thanks for doing the variant cover of Zombie Destroyers for me. I really appreciate it. And please support your local comic book shops today, folks. Go help them out. They need your help. They need your dollars. So here we go. As I said, there were three top comic book recommendations this week that I'm about to recommend to you. So here we go now. On to number three. It is Exo Man of War. And this is from Variant Valiant Comics. And this is writer Matt Kint and fantastic artist returning to this, which I'm glad he's back, Tomas Giarello. And I do believe that writer Matt Kint is going to be leaving Exo Man of War on issue 25, uh, which this is issue, issue 24. So he's really setting up something special, I think, to just kind of as he, you know, passes the baton on to someone else. But it's an Eisner nominated run that Matt Kint has put together here for Exo Man of War on, from Valiant Comics. And there are a bunch of Valiant characters that are converging in this issue of Exo. Uh, but the main thrust of this particular issue of Exo, number 24, is this all-out, knockdown, drag-out brawl between the Space Hunter bounty group called the Processors and Mr. Exo Man of War himself. I love at the very beginning of the comic, they actually give you a great what happened previously so you can be really caught up and like a little legend of who the characters are that are in this particular comic, like a little description. I love that. I appreciate it. I read, you know, 20 to 30 comics a week. So thank you, Valiant. Keep doing that. It it really means a lot to readers like me that read a lot of comics. But uh, really, like I said, main thrust, the action in this is absolutely gloriously drawn by artist Tomas Giarello. I mean, this battle is brutal. You got to see it. There are bones being crushed. There's fingers being twisted. 
it's just gnarly to, <laughs> that really encapsulates what's happening but it's a lot of fun you want to live in this fight scene it's great but from afar not live real close but oh and what a fantastic cliffhanger at the end of this issue man they just leave you hanging but uh that hats off to matt kent and his writing of xo and why is the shanhara armor failing him uh, you got we got to read next issue to find out but it looks like this could be the end of eric of dacia in his liquid metal suit or at least for now come on it's it's valiant's like top comic there you know won't kill him for long or whatever but I gotta read it. I, it feels like it's coming to just this climactic ending uh, in XO25 coming in four weeks. But uh, get this just for this fantastic brawl that happens here. It's just uh, it's a lot of fun. Just messed up fight scene. Check it out in XO Man of War issue 24. The number three pick of the week. And coming in at number two is uh, Middle West, issue number four. And this is from Image Comics. It's a multiple Sunspots Comics winner, by the way, since this premiered. It's been a top comic book pick from from me, myself. Definitely read this. This is uh, written by Scotty Young and fantastic art by Jorge Corona with these incredible covers from Mike Huddleston, who is a cover artist winner of the week in previous Sunspots Comics podcasts. So, uh, top pick right here, folks. This is a 2018 uh, fantasy winner, uh, or a nominee, actually, uh, a Sunspot nominee of the best of 2018. So it's, I, I believe it's going to be a fantasy comic worth, uh, it's going to win a lot of accolades. It's going to win some Eisners. It's really just fantastic and just a lot of fun to live in the world of Middle West. But anyway, uh, beautiful art, of course, by Jorge Corona. A gorgeous coloring by Jean-Francois Bellieu. I'm so sorry. But, uh... <laughs> It's a beautifully just colored and drawn old-fashioned carnival. That's kind of where it really hits at the heart. It's got everything that everyone loves about carnivals. Corn dogs. <clears throat> I'm looking at it right here. They, uh, the fixed games <laughs> for prizes. The creepy carnies. <laughs> the questionably safe rides. It's all here. The overpriced funnel cake. <laughs> they call it elephant ears in this. I like that. Um, you know, all that good carnival, carnival stuff is right in here. But at the same time... It's this sweet kind of coming of age moment where our talking fox teaches our main character here just how to survive, like how to hustle, how to how to feed yourself when you're living on your own. And I really enjoyed that. It's kind of a bonding, not kind of, it's a bonding moment between between a, a boy and his four-legged fox friend. And it's just lovely. It just it'll get the the feels. It'll it'll get the heart all warm and fuzzy. <laughs> And I love the, the two new characters that we meet here, especially this steampunk-looking robot that runs on the weird pink fluid that's attached to everything. <laughs> I just love that fantastic design. But this is so rich in color and this carnival fun, and you're going to love this young uh, girl character we're going to meet with her amazing robot, steampunky robot. And just to see this our young man our main character here and his pet fox of just how he's going to get along how he's going to survive in this world as the fox is teaching him you know the ropes and it's just it's just fantastic it's kind of full filled with joy and hope and i like that and what's happening with our main character's dad who kind of turned into a tornado where is he that's put on pause in this as we really just kind of have this moment of how uh, how he's taught, uh, how he's going to live in this world by his talking fox giving him pointers. <laughs> but I love it. It's just fantasy fun. It's gorgeously drawn, beautiful coloring. 
It's everything you want. Uh, it's going to be one to reckon with. Get Middle West immediately. It's only on issue number four. You can catch up really quickly. So uh, get Middle West from Image Comics immediately. It's uh, Scotty Young's, I think, maybe his best writing so far. And I loved a lot of his stuff, like Oz and uh, I Hate Fairyland, just to name a couple. And the gazillions of covers that he does for Marvel with characters drawn as kids. I just love his stuff. And uh, Scotty Young, a winner. Middle West, check it out. But here we go now, on to the number one top comic book pick of the week, the Jedi Master, the King, the Supreme Leader. The number one top comic book pick of the week is Stronghold, issue number one from Aftershock Comics. And again, this is our artist winner and our cover artist winner of the week from Mr. Ryan Kelly, fantastic artist. Check him out, follow him on everything, like I said earlier, at Funrama. And I just thoroughly enjoyed every single page of issue one of Stronghold. It it gives you a great setup to a just that'll really kind of grab you quickly and just keep you interested. I love that. You just get a lot for your for your money here in a in a premiere, you know, debut issue of a comic. And of course the stunning art just really helps the, sell this, the glorious blue cover of a man walking on the bottom of the sea floor. It's just glorious. You gotta see it. And like I said, the book has this 90s feel, but with a very kind of updated, more polished, modern look to it. You really get a lot of hyper-detailed panels in this. And all of the, even the small art is very hyper-detailed, which took just a super attention to detail here. So I really respect that and appreciate that. Thank you, Mr. Ryan Kelly. But uh, writer Phil Hester, he really flushes out our primary characters so that you really feel his disconnection to the world, uh, which he, this... Barack Obama looking character um, like Neo in the Matrix. The primacy is his name. This Barack Obama looking character is just kind of searching for himself. He even goes to th to see a therapist and just questions if he even likes himself. But overall, you it's really established quickly on that. He really feels that just something is wrong with the world and something is wrong with how he fits in it. And I think, honestly, because there's just a lot of very small panels that are very hyper-detailed, that uh, overall you get to just really feel like you're getting a lot for four bucks. And I really respect that. Thank you, Aftershock and Ryan Kelly and Mr. Phil Hester. But it's setting up just a very interesting world and setting up some, which I love, uh, people with the power to control water, which is just a very cool concept. And they have this strange kind of like puffy tattoo on them like a brand actually that's kind of this light blue and that sort of uh is how they're able to control with this nanite uh infusion that helps them control and make weapons out of water it's a great concept and very visually stunning and i just want to see more of the world of stronghold like right now i don't want to wait but we gotta wait i i know like immediately that a comic book is great when i read the very last page which is a great cliffhanger, by the way. And I read the very last page, and I look up to the comic book heavens, and I yell, no, that it's that it's over. So, yeah, it's that good. Stronghold, issue number one. It's a triple threat. It's the artist winner. It's the cover artist winner of the week. Written by Phil Hester. Fantastic, beautiful art by Ryan Kelly. Get Stronghold, issue number one, from your local comic book shop today. Do it. So there you go. Those are our new comic book comic comic book recommendations this week for new comic book day february 20th let me lock that comic book vault door so all the comic books are safe <laughs> there you go please go to a local comic book shop buy those immediately 
help those local comic book shops out. And if you have any questions, comments, or you'd like a personal comic book recommendation, just email me directly to chris at sunspotscomics.com. And to see the Sunspots Comics universe all encapsulated in one place with all of my favorite picks of the week since May of 2015, go to sunspotscomics.com. Click on pull list to see the just updated 90 comic book titles that I'm currently reading. Yeah, 90. It's a lot. Also, click on top comic books of the week. You'll see every top pass pick from all of them there. I update my tiny little website every single week. I'm just super proud of it. Please go check out sunspotscomics.com. And also, thank you to our sponsor, Cryptid Zoo. My buddy Julian hand makes these awesome augmented reality t-shirts. Yeah, there aren't very many augmented reality t-shirts out there folks and they're based on cryptozoology all you do is you take your smartphone and this hp reveal app which is free and you just put them up to the cryptid zoo shirt and they come to life there's like this crazy video presentation that julian created he's an amazing artist you got to check it out most importantly go to cryptidzoo.com use the promotional code sunspots comics and you'll get 25 percent off your order that's right go to cryptidzoo.com and please Check in next week for issue number 198 of the Sunspots Comics Podcast, where I'm going to be reading 21 new comic books that are on my pull list for New Comic Book Day, February 27th. And there's only one new number one out of those 21 comics that I'm definitely going to check out. I hope it's great so I can just tell you all about it. But don't forget our Sunspots Comics pledge, which is we will read a ton of comic books and only tell you about the greatest of them so you can save some time and save some money. That's what it's all about. But please help us out. Tell a nerdy loved one about the Sunspots Comics podcast. Someone that's maybe new to comics. Someone that maybe left comics for a little while. They want to get back in. Or just someone that's an avid reader and wants to know what the best stuff is. That's really what the heart of Sunspots Comics is all about. Please give us a five-star review with a few positive words on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. I'll even give you a shout-out on a future podcast if you do that. And mail you a comic book prize pack from me. It's just a small token of my appreciation. So please hit us up on iTunes. And by the way, every link, every site, everything that I basically discuss on this podcast are on the podcast notes with some great links there. So please go check those out. And thank you again so much for listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Sincerely, I, I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I hope it made your commute a little, a little more positively charged. That's what it's all about. Now go and spend some quality time with the ones you love by reading comic books together. You got to try that. And be water, my friends. To be continued. I'm on the edge, don't pull up on me. You pay the price, and that's a warning. Comics now.